Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Kevin. On today's show, we're going to be revealing our awards once again. It's the Kiko Sports Team of the Week, the Kevin Crystal Hotel Player of the Week, and our DT1 Menswear Top Scorer of the Week. Um, we'll also actually be announcing our nine still standing last player or last people standing of our competition, which is over on the diehard service. And that's patreon.com forward slash we are Kevin to help me hand out the awards and go through all the nominations. I'm delighted to be joined by the sports editor of the Anglo Celt, Paul Fitzpatrick. Um, Paul, you you didn't get to a lot of games last weekend, a lot of other um a lot of other things on your mind, but you were in an All-Ireland semi-final. We didn't mention that last week on the podcast, but came very close. I was speaking to a handball god from around Cavan Town. Um, he described himself as a god. Can you tell me who it is? He described me as a god? <laughs> no, 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 no. He definitely didn't describe you as a god. As much as you're good. Oh, he described himself as a god. Uh, <laughs> he'd, he'd be an older sort of gentleman. Oh, right. Okay. Well, there's a few handball gods around Cavan. Uh, he he didn't practice. describe himself as a god. I'm only joking. It was uh, Greg Shorten, but he said... It was one hell of a battle in Virginia, um, at the weekend gone by where the Galway boys he says they were, they were seriously good handballers, but yourself and Cormac really put it up to them. Ah, uh, we did, yeah. No, it was it was uh it was our first time playing in an intermediate All Ireland semi final, so it was a big game for us. But they, those two lads now they had a good few years on us. Well, Cormac's like thirty, I think Cormac's like thirty one or two, so he's younger than me. But the the two lads that we played, they won the minor. All Ireland doubles about five years ago, and they won the under twenty one All Ireland. So they're coming up through the ranks. They're very strong, but they were they were beating us eighteen six in the first game, and we came back and beat them twenty one nineteen. But uh, we weren't able to keep it going, unfortunately, and they beat us twenty one nine in the second. We actually were in a strong enough position early, like maybe we were eight four up, I think, in the second, and uh, they got a run on us, and then the third game, then it was tight early on, and then they pulled away to beat us eleven four. So. Uh, yeah, sick, sick now now. But the only thing is, we 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 did kind of we did play well, pretty well on the day. So there's a little bit of, little bit of consolation in that. I think. Look, to be fair, I think they were better. Mm. Like sometimes you lose to a better team, and I think they were better than us. And we we'd have to play out of our skins to to beat those lads. So thought we played well. I wouldn't say we played out of our skins. We thought we played well, and that's why we kind of took them. Took them to the wire, but uh, that's hard to hold off the young lads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but having said that, having come so close in All Ireland semi final at intermediate level, you just won't be giving up the ghost at that. I'm sure. Ah, no, we won't. We won't because, like, 
we won the junior All-Ireland. So the, the way it works in handball is the same as football. Senior, intermediate, junior and junior B. So we won the junior All-Ireland three years ago. And this was the first year that we came close in intermediate. So, but there was actually no doubles played because of COVID mm. for the last two years as well. So don't it was a great, it, it was a great occasion. Don't open up that can. <laughs> no, not get into that. It was a good, it was a good occasion. I have to say because a big crowd came out. Like Greg was there and Patsy Hand and Paul Brady and James Brady and a lot of the stalwarts were there yeah. from around the county and some of the young lads as well. So, um, the handball club in Virginia is going really well at the moment. And there's big numbers playing. You've you've a lot of footballers that have taken up the game as well. The likes of of uh, Michael Smith there from Killing Care, like he's he's taken up handball in a big way in the last couple of years. And he's such a good athlete and such a competitor is unreal. And he has done really well. And we've got in junior junior B and junior A handball is where the biggest core group of players would be nationally, um, which makes sense. Like only the best players get the senior, so there's going to be less of those, but. In in Cavan this year, so the two main codes of handball are forty by twenty and sixty by thirty. So it was sixty by thirty we were playing at the weekend. But in the forty by twenty, we had two lads who made it to the All Ireland Junior B doubles final, and that would be there'd be hundreds of players in that competition from the start of it. And that was Connor Owens and um, Adam Crosby from Kingscourt. They were beaten in that final in the tiebreaker. Joe Dillon made it to the Junior A singles final. We covered that a good bit on the podcast at the time. Mm. So <clears throat> we we had three lads making those finals. Keen McManus just made it to the Junior B singles final in the in the sixth of authority out of a big entry again around the country and lost to Waterford. And now we've got two other lads, Niall McMahon and Owen O'Reilly, have made the Junior B doubles final. Keen is the second best Junior B player in Ireland going by the by his finish in the All-Ireland. And he didn't enter the doubles because he's flat out busy. It's football season now with Timor and he didn't enter the doubles. And we got two more lads that came along and uh, got to the All-Ireland final. So they beat Mayo at the weekend and they're all Ireland semi-finals. So we've we've had six lads make junior A and junior B all Ireland finals this year uh, in Cavan, which is far and away the best in the country in those grades. So we, we don't have we, we did have a few excellent juveniles um year or two ago. The four of them we'd four outstanding juveniles, four of the best in the country, but the four of them were in the Cavan minor panel, played no handball this year. But so which was which was a disappointment, but uh, it's hard it's hard when the lads are so talented at other sports. But we have a great, strong core group of junior A and junior B players in the county. Really strong. And a lot of that's just come back to the coaching that went on maybe 10, 8 to 10 years ago at juvenile level. And those ads are coming through. They weren't the elite ju- juveniles, but they're coming through now. And there's another path in handball. You, you don't have to be an elite juvenile. You can make it the senior in handball. It'll take longer and it'll take a lot of battles, but you can make it up through the ranks. And players have done that. If, if, you, if you win a minor All-Ireland, we'd say you skip straight to intermediate then when you come out of minor. Um, but if you don't win an, an underage All Ireland, you start off in Junior B, and you're playing old boys on the way there, and you're playing a lot of, you know, the likes. Of, you might come up against the likes of McManus there, and you know he's he's a footballer, he's a f- brilliant athlete, and like he'll make you earn every point. Or you might come up against Joe Dillon. Yeah, Joe Dillon in the Junior A, he's another key in, uh, only probably a, a level up, and then you you might come up against uh, a lad of thirty five who. Some for some reason still hanging around that grade, and he might be full of handball, but might be that fit and crafty. It's it's a killer. Just naming yourself there, just say a, a, a Paul Fitzpatrick. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm not Junior B now. Give me a bit. And of you're crap. not 35. <laughs> 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 but 
And I'm like, it is possible to get regraded, so I might apply to be regraded if things keep going the goal. Yeah, yeah, but look at there's there's a thriving scene going on, and that's it's great. It's great to see it because all all codes deserve the the coverage and. Look at hard look at the weekend. It was it was a uh, it, it was damn good. And I was talking to, to Greg on Sunday, and he was telling me about it. Now very very um very positive about the performance at the weekend. So hard you luck. Must, you must have been in McGinty's on Sunday, were you? Because Greg, listen, likes, I'm not disclosing. Greg likes to have a on a Sunday evening <laughs> after after all finishes in Kingston Brefty, <laughs> but there is nowhere better than McGinty's on a Sunday evening. I can tell you that it's brilliant for 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 all GA talk. Well, look at let's let's dive into it before we we get into the the Kiko Sports Team of the Week. Just to let everybody know, big weekend in the Camogie um championships, the Elegant Gems Camogie Championships. They're down to the final um at at junior, intermediate, and senior, and all finals are taking place this weekend. They're previewed over on Patreon.com forward slash We Are Kevin, as well as looking back over the uh, semi-finals in the ladies football championships which had a couple of upsets at the weekend gone by most notable was Killigarry knocking out the reigning champions uh, Crushala in that semi-final so that's a big one again we look back on all that action over on our, our Die Hard podcast let's get into the Keiko Sports Team of the Week though first and, and foremost um, nominations for goalkeeper we've a lot of nominations overall this weekend Um across the 10 games that, that took place. In goals, Donald Maguire um, from Templeport, Ryan Carroll from Coot Hill, Gary Rock, Muncher Connacht, Connor O'Reilly from Drung, Connor Gilson and from Bailieborough, and Brian Coombs from Drummalee. Um, a lot a lot of good performances, I have to say, this weekend. Um, Donald Maguire, a couple of very good stops. Gary Rock with a lot of good saves for, for Muncher Connacht. It could have been worse than it was. Um, I thought so, but we went for my own club mate on this one, um, Brian Coombs, in a really tight game with Drung. It was his kickouts. I think Drumley got three scores directly off his kickouts, um, which was which was vital in a in a uh, such a narrow two point victory over a really battle hardened Drung side. So, uh, Brian Coombs fully deserving the the Kiko Sports Team of the Week goalkeeper spot for this week. Um, and we jump into the full back line then a lot of nominations I say in all lines there, there's what have we got 10 nominations for, for the full back line uh, Ben McGahan from Coot Hill really good job on, on Liam Galligan and their win over Templeport now this comes with a warning we can't give the entire Eco Sports team of the week to Coot Hill right so don't what be, do you mean that's bias you hate Coot Hill don't be getting don't be getting on to us we can't just do it we, we sometimes we'd like to but we can't just do it but Ben McGann definitely deserves a nomination Philip McArdle uh, from Drummalee done a really good job on, on Drung's key man or one of his, one of their key men in Caelan O'Reilly Josh Marsden cornerback comes up sails over a point you have to give him a nomination on that one Connor Flanagan fullback for uh, Q Hollins a solid display Shani O'Connor uh, fullback for Coot Hill interception specialist Shane Carlin from Knockbride had a really really good game Daniel McGuinness Knockbride comes up and hits two points Paul Houston solid display for Drung a cornerback there a couple of vital interceptions and blocks Jack Barry from Bailieborough um, good good battle there with Ushin O'Connell and Fergal Riley from Castle Rahan, um, with for his battle with Michael Argue who do we go for? We went for a Castlerahan, Coothill, and Knockbride uh, combo in the full back line, Damien. We've gone for Fergal Riley in the number two jersey. Did a good job on Michael Argue. Tenacious, giving away a few inches, but 
but never took a step backwards. Shawnee O'Connor, he typified the good hill performance, full of defiance. You described it well on the podcast yesterday. Like he was coming out with these spectacular 50-50 balls. And at four, we went for Daniel McGuinness. I think they call him a Gregor up in North Pride. He's he's a, he likes a rough and tumble of it. And but he, but he's got plenty of football ability too, and he came up and got those two points. So um I like the look of that full back line. It's a mean looking full back line. Mean looking and yet loads of football in them. Absolutely. I think I think that's the perfect balance. Okay, into the half back line. Then the nominations were Keen Donahue from Coo Hollands, Aaron Watson, the very busy Aaron Watson from Bally Hayes, uh, Roy Donahue kicks a point for Knock Bride, Kieran O'Brien, uh, from Drumlane. Their massive win, but he got a point and he got it in style. I still haven't seen the video of this yet, but um, I'm sure it's out there. If there if there is a video of the round the back. Uh, dummy and then sail it over with the left foot Kieran O'Brien uh, standing out Oshin Kieran in that centre back for Castle Rahan scores four points but a brilliant display by him Jason McLaughlin um, himself and Johnny McCabe went toe to toe defensively I thought Jason McLaughlin was excellent for Shannon Gales um, in defeat for Shannon Gales Enda McCormick playing at six for Drummond but playing that sweeper role and 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 five, six vital interceptions in their win over Drum. Damien O'Reilly apparently had a really good game for Beltor, but first came back for Damien O'Reilly as they drew with uh, Drum Goon in the relegation playoff. Dean Connolly, exceptionally good at cent- at wing half-back for Coot Hill. DJ Cassidy, very good game for Nock Bride. Mark Maguire, um, crucial in their win over Magnugent. He picked up Ned Brunton and, and done an excellent job on, on Ned and then Sean McGarty is the final nomination we have for Castle Ryan a really good game for him uh, the three we went for where the three we went for where two Cavan senior players and and a, a very very good club player Jason McLaughlin at five for his his great performance uh, and a great battle he had with Johnny McCabe and Johnny might just feature later on in this team I mean Oshin Karen at six Scored four points from centre back, including recreating his famous point against Donegal in the Ulster final. Yeah, and uh, Dean Connolly at seven again. There's, there's a few Could Hill lads making the team, and I have to say we didn't bow to the pressure from the ultras. Could Hill were the story of the weekend, along with Cuhollands, I suppose they were very very impressive too. But Could Hill to to for a thirty one point turnaround or whatever it was against Templeport from from round one, which was only five weeks ago or whatever, yeah. it was incredible uh, by Could Hill. So. Uh, Dean Connolly is in there at seven for an exceptionally good individual performance in in a exceptionally good team performance. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, I don't think there's too many can argue with those three. Um, okay, moving into the midfield, and it's rare that you have so many nominated at midfield, but we have nine nominations. Um, double nomination for Shannon Gales in Sean McHugh and Shane Dolan. Um, I thought they were both very good. Andy Fallon for Drummond. Um. Did he score? I'm not sure, sure if he scored, but I thought just controlled that middle middle toward battle, the middle of the field, and was always an option for Coombs on kickouts. Philip Smith, a couple of really good high fetches by Philip Smith for Coo Hollands. Owen Clark scored 1 2 from midfield for Bally Hayes. Keen Farley for Coot Hill scores two goals in the middle of the field, and he was being marked by Benjamin Kelly or marking Benjamin Kelly. Done a really good job there, too. Paul McDaly from Castle Rahan. I thought it had a very solid game, but more impressive than that was the amount of abuse he took off the ball stuff, everything. They tried to rive up Cormac Daly, but they couldn't just get him to blow the gasket. I thought it was a very impressive display by Cormac Daly. Oshin Kiernan from Den, um, 
a really good game by by Oshin Kiernan. I thought he was doing really well on David Brady uh, for long periods in the middle third of the field. He kicked a point as well. David Brady came into the game when he went into that forward line more so than than what he was doing at the field. Uh, and then Jonathan McCabe um, for for Arva again that battle with him and, and Jason McLaughlin with Jonathan McCabe. Um, kicking two points at crucial, crucial stages for Arva when they needed the most. When the game was in the melting pot, he comes up and puts Arva into the into the lead. So, um, who do we go for here? We went for Owen Clark and Johnny McCabe. Now, good plug for the Celt here and a plug for Adrian Donahue's photographs. There's a brilliant photograph of Owen in in tomorrow's Celt where he he's about five feet off the ground going up for a ball. It's incredible. He's got an amazing spring on him. He he seems to be a terrific athlete. Yeah, um, we went for him at midfield. Someone did send in a talking point saying Bally Hayes is the best midfield in the county, and uh, which might be a little bit over the top, but they're they're not they're no bad pair. And then Johnny McCabe as well, who seems to be almost a permanent fixture at times on the Kiko Sports Team of the Week, came up with the big scores. I was listening to your commentary, and you know it, it was sounding dodgy for Arva, and and it was that man Johnny McCabe who came up with a couple of key points when they were needed. So he's gone in there at number nine. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Owen Clark, I'm looking forward to seeing that picture because he's he's in unbelievably good nick at the minute. Um and his goal was almost a dominant sort of a run through the middle, um, get on to the end of the ball, um, controlling sort of performance. And do you know what that talking point of Bally Hayes having the best midfield in the county, it's it's definitely one that could be the argument could be made for it because David Brady is playing out of his skin. Um and Owen Clark is 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 being he's dominating a lot of teams as he comes up against it. But well, they're going to come up against a, a strong pair now in John McCutcheon and Dermy Connolly as well. Yeah, both, right. both of them, we didn't want to nominate everyone on the Cahill team, but particularly I thought Dermy Connolly was excellent. But just throwing it out on a few WhatsApp groups and stuff, a few people mentioned John, so we probably should have given both the lads a nomination as well. You've also got David Ritt and and uh, and Cormac oh, Daly in in that competition. So there's some good. Midfield parents there. Definitely, definitely so. Okay, into the half forward line and as as is the team of the week, it's uh it's very congested. Um the nominations we have here are Sean Kenny from Cuhollands with two points, Matthew Trainer from Knockbride, a brilliant display of passing by, by Matthew Trainer and their win over Muncher Connor. Sean O'Kane from Drummelly probably could be nominated in the full forward line, but he's nominated here in the half forward line. Two points in their impressive win over uh Drum uh Tiernan Riley for Drum, three points um in a very tight game in defeat against Drummelly. Evan Doughty pulling all this strings and I don't think Brian McGee scores 212 without Evan Doughty um at the other end of of it they, they were just in absolute sync um a, a, a master class of passing by Evan Doughty another master class of passing by Enda Hessen rolling back the years again I, I think I spent the first few years of this podcast bemoaning the fact that he wasn't on the county team by his choice and, and how good he was he's looking like he's very close to that level again Another player, pretty much a similar age and, and similar style, soccer background, Kean Bourne, scored four points for Drummelee. Again, brilliant passing, brilliant scoring. Um, Centre half forward, and I think for, for Drumlane, three goal, Hattrick Hero, Dara Dolan, Neville O'Donnell, it gave an exhibition of long range kicking off the ground um, in, in very, very difficult conditions for Shannon Gales. And the Flanagan, really good. Busy workman like and yet 
high skill level uh, performance by end of Flanagan. Jamie Smith scored two goals in one uh, for Coot Hill. Kieran Smith with five points for Knockbride, a really good performance. Ryan Conley with five points for Drumlane, another outstanding performance. But these these are all hard to leave out of a team of the week. But who do we go for in the end? Yeah, this this was the hardest forward line we've had to pick this season. So maybe that's a yeah. sign that the championship's starting to take off. In the end, I suppose there was probably three lads that we that we just couldn't leave out. Enda Hessen, such a good performance in a playmaking role. Evan Doughty was just insanely good against um Killing Care. Like he just everything he did just oozed class. And Matty Trainer as well in that bride's win over Munch Connacht. He was the man with the, the tin opener of a right boot who was able to to prize open that that much kind of defence time and again so three out and out playmakers there in the half forward line this week yeah and and that was it like Enda Hessen is the only one I think that scored uh, of the three lads but and and, and his points were, were pretty spectacular the, the 45 was was rolling back the years to show his excellent place ball uh, skills but the other two guys I just I loved how good they were at picking defences and now they weren't coming up against mass defences by any means, but they were coming up against good defenders, and yet they still managed to evade their own man and still put in just a perfect supply for a full forward line. Like it must have been a dream to play for for two Hollands, for Coot Hill, and for Knockbride in that full forward line this weekend going by because the level of passing by these three boys I thought was just sublime. Absolute class. Brilliant stuff by them. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, on to the full forward line on the Kiko Sports team of the week and a huge amount of nominations here. Kieran Cusick for his goal uh, for Killing Care against Hugh Hollands. It was a spectacular goal. Oshin O'Connell um, for his performance. Um, a, a hell of a battle with him and Jack Barry. Um, but I think Oshin O'Connell probably just came out on top in that one. Brian O'Rourke scoring two attacking marks for Bally Hayes. Conal Shorten scored 1-4 for uh, Arva in their win. Um, three points from freeze and 1-1 and one, one from open play. Cormac Flynn, young lad. Um, I think all six starting forwards for Drumlane have been nominated here, and rightly so. Uh, Cormac Flynn started off first 10 minutes of the game with 1-1 one, one and then set up the first or the second goal for uh, Drumlane. Dean Carroll, uh, four, sorry, five points, I think, or maybe six points uh, in their draw with with Bill Torbett. Um, Emmett Fitzsimons with nine points in defeat uh, for Killing Care. Brian McGee, two goals and 12 points for Coo Hollands. David Brady, one goal and three. Um, but when he did that full forward line, it was a game changer for for um, Bally Hayes. Cavell Keoghan, I think, finished with nine points as well. Um, Peter Morris, three points from open play in Arva's victory. An outstanding display by Peter Morris, I thought, coming back to, to the top of his game. Um, Michael Owens, five points at full forward, all from open play. Shane Sexton, absolutely sublime performance. Once again, finishes with a goal and four, two coming from freeze. Michael Brady for Bally Hayes. Um, four points, I think, was his, his final tally. Yeah. Uh, one coming from a free. And again, Operating in 
an unusual position for him and done it really, really well. Um, for Bally Hayes and O'Shea for Munchal Connacht probably their best performer all year in fairness to him Niall McCabe from Knockbride finished with three points to his name Darren McGowan scores 2-5 two fo- two at corner forward after a rocky start um, worked his way into the game and I think in fairness um, the other nomination in the corner for Trumlin deserves a lot of credit for this one because the first goal by Darren McGorn to give him confidence was put on a plate for him by, by Cormac Flynn um, and then Mark Kiernan for Bally McHugh and their victory over Kilachandra at the weekend um, a lot of scores there a lot of quality finishers who do we go for in the end? Well the, the three lads who went for in the end my maths aren't great here David so let me just tap this up off the top of my head we had a 2-12 and a 2-5 that's 4-17 and a 1-3 that's 5-20 these lads put up between the three of them so Darren McGorn uh, at number 13 for Jermaine, he knocked over 2-5. Brian McGee, 2-12, 2-6 of that coming from play. Five frees and a mark. Extraordinary. Uh, amazing stuff. And yeah. until Garold McKernan started to do this, this sort of thing was unthinkable. But Garold put up 2-11 or 2-12 last year against Kassaran and then he tops it in the league final this year. And It could be like the four-minute mile, the Roger, Roger Bannister thing. They thought it couldn't be done. And when Roger Bannister did it, about 20 athletes did it in the next year after that. Yeah. Once someone goes and does it, 2-12, I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Um, but what a performance. And then David Brady, you mentioned like that uh, he was in a, he was in a t- tough battle in midfield. He goes into full forward and just shows his quality. Absolutely unmarkable. Uh, yeah, there, there's a, a, a tweet up, I think at the minute, a video clip of one of his points where he just with the left arm shows the absolute upper body strength where he pushes off the, the then defenders and then just drops it on at top speed to his right foot and curled it over with the instep. And that wasn't the best score that he got in the game. So, um, yeah, absolutely brilliant, brilliant uh, performance there. And as you said, what do you say about Brian McGee at that that level of performance? It was it was finishing um, personified. So brilliant stuff. And then, of course, Darren McGoran. So uh, just to recap the Kiko Sports Team of the Week, um, in goals, it is uh, Brian Coombs from Drummalee. In the full back line, then it's number two, Fergal Riley from Castle Rahan, number three, Sean O'Connor from Coot Hill or Sean O'Connor from Coot Hill. I don't know why I always call him Shawnee. I don't even know if anybody calls him Shawnee, but he's <laughs> Sean O'Connor. Um, and number four, Daniel McGuinness from Knockbride. In the half back line, then it was Jason McLaughlin wearing the number five jersey, Ocean Kiernan from Castle Rahan wearing the number six jersey of course Jason McLaughlin and Shannon Gales and wearing the number seven jersey is Dean Connolly from Coot Hill Ilorna Parker wearing the number eight if we're hooked it's uh, Owen Clark from Bally Hayes and wearing the number nine jersey it's Jonathan McCabe from Arva in the half forward line we went with number um, number ten was it and the Hessen eleven Evan Dowhy and twelve um, Matthew Trainer, was that the way we went with it? That's the way we went with it, David. And in the Perfect. full forward line, 13 Darren McGorn, 14 Brian McGee, and 15 David Brady. Yeah, one hell of a team, I tell you what. That, that, that could line out for Calvin, that team. Mickey Graham, take note. Um, and, and, and the rest, we haven't even spoken about yet about the new addition to the to Calvin senior management team, but we'll do that over in the Die Hard service later on in the week. Uh, but again, folks, remember. 
if you're looking for exceptional team or leisure wear for your club, sports club, society or business, then look no further than Kiko Sports with a wide range of customizable apparel to keep your players, members or employees looking sharp. Kiko Sports have you covered. Uh, for more information, head on or sorry, for more information, you can email them at info at kikosports.ie or visit www.kikosports.ie. .ie um, for all the details. Lovely, lovely gear. We've, we've just actually seen the um, Kiko Sports All-Star jersey, um, the We Are Cavan All-Star jersey. My God, it's gorgeous. We're going to post that up on, on social media so you can get a look at that. And coming soon, we will have uh, branded We Are Cavan gear um, for you to purchase ahead of the, the winter season ahead or, or, the, or the Christmas uh, stocking filler if you want so we'll be releasing all that on our social media channels soon so again thanks a million to Kiko Sports for helping us out with all of that Brady's Arva Limited main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years a family owned and family run business Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA if you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Um, okay, now it's time to give our nominations for the Cavan Crystal Hotel Player of the Week. We've got five nominations um, on this occasion. Two of them coming from one club. Um, I'm just trying to think. They've all played county football at one stage or another. I think four of them have played county senior football. But the five nominations we have are um, Johnny McCabe from Arva, Brian McGee from Hollands, Evan Dowie from Hollands, Enda Hessen from Hill, and Oshin Kiernan from Castle Rahan and these were five exceptionally good performances I think we have to say um, you talk about top scorer um, of the week we, 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 we'll come to him in a minute anyway but we, we, we have no surprise in, in Brian McGee getting that one Evan Dowie master master class of passing in the Hessen the same and adding in some scores Johnny McCabe you know his battle with with, uh, with, with, with Jason McLaughlin was sublime but we went with Ushin Kiernan on this occasion for our Cavan Crystal Hotel um, Player of the Week because at centre-back, scoring four points, but just dominating without one kick-outs. You know, general passing was outstanding. Positioning was, was just superb in terms of keeping wit against a, a mass bailiwick defence and then cutting in. Ushin Kiernan is starting to light up this championship and he could be just coming at the right time. That's it. That's it. You know, he he was away in holidays and he only arrived home, I think, a couple of days maybe before the Pitka Hollands in the first round. So he might have missed a bit of training. That bit of, that bit of a break probably did him good because he, his form wasn't at the level, like it was nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't at the level that Ushin plays at for a few rounds there. But he really turned it on there. So Casaran coming good. Brian McGee can feel hard done by, but I think we do have sort of an unwritten rule that we won't give the the, the top scorer award and the player of the week award to the same man because uh, it's good to share around the recognition. Everyone knows Brian McGee was was absolutely magnificent at the weekend and fully deserving of of his his DT one top scorer of the week award. 
Yeah, yeah. So look at DT DT one menswear top scorer of the week award does go to Brian McGee. Uh, don't forget to check out the uh, the DT one Instagram and Facebook page for their weekly videos where. David, Dave Malai, the um owner of DT1, and along with Brian or Brian O'Rourke, Lee Dunn, and, and plenty of other familiar faces that are around the GA world will be bringing you through what you need to be wearing uh, coming into the winter. Um, so head on over and check out their Instagram and Facebook pages. And of course, for your bed, for your banquet, your swim, or your gym, uh, call Cavan Crystal Hotel on 049 Six double zero, or visit the website cavancrystalhotel.com. You can also follow them on social media or on uh, Facebook and on Twitter. It's C Crystal Hotel on Twitter and Cavan Crystal Hotel on Facebook. But you get all the latest offers. They also this weekend, if you're thinking about popping the question, Paul, I know you've it done, I've it <laughs> done, and we can't marry each other despite what my wife uh, constantly tells us. Um, but if you're thinking about getting married or recently engaged, this weekend they have their wedding fair and wedding showcase um up on on sunday afternoon actually out in the calvin crystal hotel but you can check all that out on their social media channels or on their website um should be a great day's entertainment or great day's information for you um i think that's about all we oh sorry the last man standing um sorry we'll actually get in contact on the with each it each individual because there is only nine still standing after Coot Hill caused an upset. Um sixty-five percent of our of our um people standing went for Templeport to beat Coot Hill. They didn't anticipate the rain and the rain is such a problem for the Templeport guys um over the last while that that the rain and one hell of a performance by Coot Hill knocked an awful lot of our standing boys down so uh, well done to the nine still standing we'll, we'll get in contact with our game this weekend but Paul I'm going to reveal it now and, and we haven't even discussed it our last man standing game is going against the Gales oh brilliant brilliant that will divide them that <laughs> will divide them well it's going to divide us so it'll definitely divide them without a doubt okay folks don't forget check out our Patreon podcast or our Die House podcast over on patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin where we'll be previewing all of this weekend's action we're joined by Eddie the Expert who got an amazing 9 9 out of 10 right at the weekend including the draw between Beltorbet and uh, and Drumgoon that was one hell of a call by Eddie the Expert so if you want to find out how this weekend's action is going to go head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin thanks a million folks for listening to the McAvoy's Super Value GEA podcast and enjoy the weekend's action it's senior championship quarterfinals time